Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. Rabbi. One of our classic mystical texts is called Patach Eliyahu, which translates as Eliyahu opened or Eliyahu introduced. It is, in fact, a reference to Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the prophet, who, according to our tradition, did not die and therefore has continually circulated in the world among humans. And there are many stories in the old days and also in the modern day of Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the prophet, popping in to help someone make a certain rectification or move a story along or the like. And in the times of the Talmud, and also of the Zohar, Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the prophet, was circulating among the rabbis and sometimes offering them key Torah interpretations that they otherwise did not have access to. So in this text, Patach Eliyahu, which is actually the introduction to the very difficult book Tikkunei Zohar, he offers up some basic definitions of some of the fundamental concepts of Kabbalah, and among them he actually articulates in a very terse fashion, similar to the entire Tikkunei Zohar. He defines each of the ten Sfirot, and to describe the one called Bina, he says, Bina Liba, Bina is the heart, Uva Halev Mevin, and with Bina the heart understands. The very definition itself is somewhat of a mystery and a riddle, implying that the heart is Bina and also uses Bina, in order to understand. It uses Bina in order to do Bina. But for our purposes, it would suffice to note that the Patach Eliyahu associates the heart with Bina. And this is an association that is accepted completely in all areas of Kabbalah. And another association with Bina comes not in the Kabbalah, but in the Talmud, as an intentional misreading of a verse in Proverbs, Mishlei, chapter 2, verse 3, where the verse says, Ki'im bina tikra, if you call out to Bina, litvuna titen kolecha, to tivuna, to understanding, you give your voice, comma, and then it goes on with another verse. But the rabbis take those second and third words, im labina, if to Bina you call, and they intentionally misvowelize the word im, if to aim mother so the association the gemara makes is aim labina the mother is bina bina is the mother so if we put these together i like to call it the transitive property if a equals b and b equals c then a equals c heart mother and bina so the heart that we've been learning about and discussing first of all has this quality of mother. Our mystical tradition has a mother figure in what's called familia shamala, the supernal family, the heavenly family, as it were, which features a grandfather, a father, a mother, a son, and a daughter. The mother in this configuration has many roles, interestingly enough. And I believe that this is similar to many earthly mothers as well, in the sense that she is wife 
to Chochma, to wisdom. She is also mother to these children, the son and the daughter. And she's also, in a sense, role model to the daughter in a different way than just being her mother, but she offers up a certain demonstration of a certain kind of mystical femininity that the daughter is meant to mimic as well. Let me just say, parenthetically, I always find it very problematic when human beings of whatever gender are automatically expected to reflect and to embody the archetypes that are presented in Kabbalah. The archetypes that are reflected here in Kabbalah are deeply, deeply laden with symbolism and vocabulary and roles that are not automatically meant to be reflected among human beings who share the gender of that archetype. Not to say that a person automatically should not try to emulate that archetype in some way, but I wouldn't assume that all mothers are Bina and all fathers are Chachma, etc. Though, interestingly enough, the Gemara does say that women are given extra Bina, Bina Yetera. Women are given this extra capacity of Bina, which again is associated with the heart and with the mother. End parentheses. So the mother in this model is wife to the father, Chachma, and she's also mother to the son and the daughter, and she also is a certain model of femininity to the daughter. As such, it's important to note that she has several different kinds of roles that might parallel or mimic in some way the roles that an earthly mother might have. She seems to be a sort of intermediary between the father and the children, which certainly fits in the leave it to beaver model where the father is sort of distant and works all day and then comes home and has a drink and kind of vanishes and the mother is supposed to interact with him and then interact with the children and keep them in line, etc. And I understand that that is an outdated model in many ways, and yet I can't deny that in my own life, in my own home, and in my own marriage, and in my own relationship to my children, that my wife is often interacting both with me and with the children and is a sort of conduit of communication between the different members of the family. But mystically speaking, she stands at the crossroads between the three higher intellectual divine emanations called Sifirot and the seven lower emanations of the Sifirot, which are associated more with emotion and also with action. So she is at the top of the lower Sifirot and at the bottom of the top Sifirot and therefore represents the place of interaction between the upper and lower Sifirot, between intellect and emotion and action. And the flow of energy and information is flowing in both directions through her, that there is information coming from below, from the children, so to speak, up through the heart, mother, Bina, up to the father as well. And then there's information and energy flowing also down from the father through her to the children. And as such, she is assembling or building a home or a space that is composite of the different influences that are coming in from around her. Not to say that she is not also bringing her own influence, because she very much is, but 
She's also gathering the influences and needs and information and impulse and light and energy and directive from the different elements that are surrounding her. And she's building it into a house, as it were. So the word bina, which we translate usually loosely as understanding, also comes from the word bone, which means to build. She is building the space based upon all of the lights that are surrounding her such that that information and that energy can flow from above to below and from below to above effectively. And the word bina, which again, mother, heart, and bina, also means bane. It also means between. So she stands between and builds. She stands between different concerns and builds a space that can hold all of those different concerns and the different needs, as it were, or the energy of the different emanations and different spherot and can put them all together into one whole. And that very much may not be easy. There might be wide discrepancies between what is happening down here on earth and between what is happening or perhaps ought to be happening based upon what's emanated from above. Thus, it would not be easy to take all those different strands and to build that into a space that is effective for all of them. To illustrate, here's a little bit of a text from a rabbi named Ben Ishchai in his book on the Talmud, which is called Ben Yehoyada. And he says, He says, It seems to me that when the rabbis say we should direct our hearts towards heaven, he explains, Our rabbis have said, The word for heaven is actually composite of esh, fire, and mayim, water. And the Gemara explains, God combined them together and made from them Shemaim, made this thing called heaven. And even though they are opposites, they made peace and they were able to exist together. As it says in Eov, in Job, God makes peace above. And Ben Yehoda Yehuda continues, And a person needs to make their heart by this example. Keep a lave, because in the heart, yesh yitzer hatov, yesh yitzer hara. There is the positive impulse and the negative impulse. Shehem hofchim v'negdiim, they are opposite and they are contrary to one another. V'ha'adam tzarich sh'yishveh otam ze im ze. And the person needs to bring them in line with one another. To make the Yetzer Hara like the Yetzer Tov, to make the negative imp- Im- impulse like the positive impulse. And they will stand in peace by the person. So the heart, which is here again associated with Bina and with the mother, is tasked with the difficult challenge of bringing opposites together and holding opposites and building from those opposites a space in which those opposites and everything in between can exist. So the task of the heart, as it were, is literally to bring it all together, take all the pieces, to take all the concerns, all of the needs of the entire system of who we are, of our job in the world, as well as the challenges we face in doing our job and in implementing that task in the world, and to hold that all and to bring it all together in a positive way, to build, to navigate, to distinguish, to allocate, 
to locate, to place, it is indeed quite a task. And it is one that we are doing to better or worse effect all the time. We're taking all the impulses, all the needs, all the information that we have, and we're trying to build it into something cohesive, something effective, something that can hold all, something that can hold what is beyond all of the details. And in this sense, the particular contribution that Bina offers, at least in this context, is the ability to identify, to truly understand what each thing is, and then to consider how that thing fits in to the larger picture accordingly. And this is a skill in itself. It's something that can be worked on. I wouldn't say that it can be learned, because in this sense, Bina is considered to be distinct from, from Chokhmah, wisdom, which is a learned tradition. Bina is something that is gained through having it demonstrated, to being within someone else's Bina, perhaps, to have someone understand you and your place in the scheme of things and help you be located in the process of a larger picture and to watch someone do bina one can become mavin to see it done so as i said before one of the roles of bina is to demonstrate this kind of space holding and this kind of gathering of the different elements and factors into one complete picture is something that bina does for mahud it does for the daughter so we don't learn bina as much as be mentored in it and then we take our areas of the world and do bina to the best of our ability and see how it goes hopefully able to consult with a mentor on that and to see it happening and to ask and then to try and then to ask again and then to try again and eventually over time hopefully we develop the capacity to be mevin as well, to be also people who can hold that kind of bina space and take the pieces that are around within it and bring them together and make something beautiful and whole out of it. Bezrat Hashem, these ideas have been somewhat lucid. It's a big subject and it contains many important elements and many nuances as well and so i hope i've effectively communicated my deep respect for the ima bina lave capacity to take all the different pieces of who i am and who we are and who my family is and who our community is and what's happening in our world and to see how those can fit together into something beautiful